everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Alba Crazy. Alba Crazy. Yep. That's Angora. I'm the other host of the night, uh, Tito Dameron, apparently. Woo-woo. Some fan commented, hey, why are the people's, uh, the hosts' names uh, Star Wars characters? I, I can't imagine myself as a Star Wars character. <laughs> yeah, I would, but mine, the last name Dameron, is... Because the most recent uh, Star Wars movie, not Rogue One, but the one before that, the mm-hmm. one that matters, eight, seven, something, seven. There's a main character whose name is Poe Dameron. Ah. So that's where that comes from. I have uh, alien lineage from a galaxy far, far away. I guess you do. And you have the lineage of a sweater. Uh, I, I guess. I, I don't know. From a sweater far, far away? <laughs> Or, Angor, an Angor sweater bought far up on Manal and Lomas. Yes. At Thrift Town. Absolutely. That's where I reside. <laughs> just, you don't go home, you just drive over to Thrift Town, just try to get some nice deals? Nice deals. I live there. I, I literally walk oh. in there, I hide in the racks and just fall asleep and wait till they open in the morning and then act like I was, you know, just showed up there and then leave. I think that's really smart. Saves me on rent. <laughs> so uh we have a great guest coming up for you guys but uh i want to check in with ann see how your week's been uh it's been great i am getting ready for a vacation Ooh. yes where uh we're going to why how uh my boyfriend <laughs> and i we're going to santa fe which okay. isn't uh you know which isn't a far vacation but it's a nice vacation we're going to get a hotel that has a hot tub in the room, and we're going to get massages and that, go to Meow Wolf. That sounds great. Have you been to Meow Wolf yet? No. I haven't either, and I feel like I really should before it gets shut down from somebody killing themselves, because it sounds like a crazy place. It really does, but it sounds really fun. Yes. A lot of like bright colors, a lot of cool uh, music happens there. Yeah. Other stuff. Um. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm getting all my ums and my coughs out. Uh, so yeah, we're pretty excited. What's the word for that? Like, because I feel like that's like not like a total like classic vacation, but then there's staycation where you just stay at home and don't do anything. Maybe a like vacation. Ex- I would say yeah, maybe like a daycation because we're only going to be like 45 minutes away, and but we'll be there for three days. Are you taking the dogs? No. Mm, yeah, that sounds like a vacation. I, I, yeah, I can't trust them in a room. As soon as I leave, they would tear the place up. They would just go feral. They would return to their natural states and probably end up eating a cleaning lady's face. <laughs> I would come home to. I would come back to the room to a murder scene. But uh, how have you been this week? What's what's the haps? Oh, man, I've been doing a lot of stuff. I've been working on uh, some plays and some improv and this and that. But what happened today as I drove over here is I finally had a moment where I honked my car horn at somebody. It was so I've never done that before, or at least not in recent memory, enough to remember. Did you feel like, who is this person after you'd done it? Yeah, I kind of felt a little bad after because he was like, we were like four deep in a, in, in a red light and then like everybody else went and he didn't. So I was like, this is my moment. Like I weighed another beat and I can honk uh, with impunity. I gave a honk and then he moved and I felt really good. 
Like I was like tough and I felt bad. Like, oh, I, you know, if I'd waited enough, like two more seconds, yeah. you were gone. <laughs> I didn't need to be so aggressive. Like what's, what's a second? Yeah. You know? No, I, I, I have rarely honked my horn. That's like my problem is you, I got, you I don't honk I, enough. I've been told that I don't honk in situations where I should honk the horn. Like if somebody like cuts me off and they're about to like hit my car. You're supposed to honk your horn, right? Because you're supposed to be like, hey, don't hit my car. Right. Yeah, that seems reasonable. But I'm just sitting there like, ah, I freeze and just try and get out of the way. But somebody's like, you know, Do my you- boyfriend would always reach over and be like, <laughs> honk the horn. As soon as it happens, you start like thinking in your head of the conversation that you're going to have with the person that is, is going to hit your car and how you're going to be like nice and gracious and understanding to him, but still going to be firm or try to be firm. No, I'm just seriously, I've never gotten in a car accident since I was 17. Mm. Uh, and somebody actually tried to get into my lane with me in it. We're right where you were? Yeah. Yeah, that seems like a bad and, move. And they did it like two or three times. I actually thought they were trying to kill me. Because the first time... <laughs> They didn't do they didn't they, do they, it once. They didn't do it once and then be like, holy shit, and pull over. They did it like two or three times. <laughs> after the after the second one, you're just like, this person is trying to kill me. This person is a contracted killer. Like this is like something out of the movies. And we were on a bridge too. Did you honk your horn during the situation? No. When I can't think of a more appropriate time to honk your horn than when you think you have a contracted killer coming after you. I don't. I, I don't. I, I, I'm afraid of feeling the way you felt. Like, if I'd only waited. Yeah. I, I don't want that guilt hanging over no, me. No, and it's, it's, it's not hanging over me anymore because, cause, you know, that's in the past. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, that's been my week uh, in a nutshell was uh, getting excited about honking a horn then feeling a little bit of regret mm. guilt whatever uh, guys we have a cool guest yes on a the show. unique guest actually mm-hmm. so this uh, gentleman's name is uh, correct me if I'm wrong Wolfstar that is right Tito oh. Wolfstar okay and you're like a professional nester like you're a what do you call it like a like a like a like a traveling nester. You call yourself a nester of some sort. Yes, um, I really just call myself Wolf Star for the most part. But if I had to put a label on it, I like to think of myself as a free spirit. I love mm. to just travel from place to place. Really, if you don't mind me saying. I don't mind you saying, of course. Um, do you mostly stay in New Mexico, or have you traveled outside of New Mexico? Mostly New Mexico. I came here about in the 60s from uh, San Diego in a cloud of pot smoke. And I just found myself here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The rich culture is so beautiful and inviting to me. Uh, that's why we brought you on, because you really seem to love Albuquerque. Oh, yes. And, and, and we really want to hear some of your experiences Oh, I, I love Albuquerque, probably the most out of any of the states, or of cities, I should say, here in New Mexico. The green, the red, I can't go a week without my chili anymore. 
So okay. I, I, I'm curious. I know that 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 uh, I'm guessing by the fact that you don't want to call yourself Nestor, but just purely Wolfstar. Like you don't really care for labels. I don't believe in titles. No. Okay, but 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 the activity of nesting. Like I'm unclear as what that is. Like what exactly is nesting, for lack of a better word. Well. Um, Usually, I just find whatever little corner has not been taken by any other uh, free spirit, and I settle myself there for a while. Um, I had one duffel bag full of clothes when I got here that has now turned into three duffel bags mm. full of clothes and other various items. Did you buy them? Uh, the, the new clothes? No, actually. Uh, they've been passed down from uh, whoever I encounter. They come from all sorts of places. One time, uh, uh, another free spirit happened to leave some of his uh, ripped jeans. Uh, that mm. was a, that was a good day. <laughs> it was a really good day. You, so you liked it that they were ripped or that they were jeans? They were jeans, and like I don't know. I think that they were free. Well, of well, I mean, that's of course, that's always a benefit. Yeah. Was it that they were like jeans? You said you oh, liked it. I do love denim. I love the feel of denim. I feel like it really, really is sturdy fabric if i have to, if i do say so uh, do you like denim on other parts of your body other than than just pants i usually prefer when i've nested in one area for quite a while to just go free and be a free entity usually in my tent i uh, will be completely nude there for a while um in public of course uh, society still uh, does not uh, look fondly on nudity in the, this world now. And uh, I, I do understand that um, this has gotten you in uh, some trouble. Oh, yes, just a, a little bit of trouble. Uh, you see, one time I was wandering uh, freely, a uh, free spirit, um, and I came across some Navajos who had this enchanting drink. Um, I believe they called it uh, ocean water. And I went on... A most lovely, lovely tripping experience. I've never felt more free and more alive in my life. But mm. I did, unfortunately, wake up in the uh, jailhouse for uh, public intoxication. Mm. Do, do you, I'm guessing you don't remember what happened, or did you like find out later what happened? Like, is that why you now wear denim out in public? Well, uh, apparently from what I was told, I was screaming that we must destroy the establishment going, uh, running up and down the streets uh, completely nude. Um, had I had clothes on, maybe it would have been a little more subtle on the uh, location in Arizona that I was uh, at at the moment. Mm. So, but you got this drink from Navajos. Where, where did you get, where were you when you encountered these Navajo people? Were you in... Arizona, or were you here? Did you actually cross yeah. state lines? <laughs> In an entire night? It was quite a fascinating journey, yes. I was on my way to Gallup, and uh, I happened to uh, meet some lovely Navajo gentlemen, uh, also free spirit people, who we picked, uh, We got a ride on a pickup truck, and we went deeper into the Navajo Nation, where uh, we just had a lovely time conversing, uh, drinking this uh, ocean water, and uh, just uh, smoking uh, their... Uh, Lovely, lovely herbs that they have there. It's the first time I think I've ever felt more connected with people. 
Mm. There's people, the earth, all of that. Everything. I can't tell you. I look up at the sun now and I smile because I know that that lovely star is shining right down on old Star Wolf. I, I feel like, have you ever gotten like that wasted, Tito? Yes. You know, like it, like so wasted that it actually changed your life. It changed the way you think. Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe because I've never been that wasted since then. But the, the most wasted I ever got was when I worked inside of a church. And um, <laughs> there, there, there was one single night out of the year. Uh, brief backstory, I was a sexton at a church. I was a janitor at a church. I lived in this church. I would clean it. And I lived in a church once. Insi- inside of it? Yes. Did they know that you were there? No, uh, until they uh, they kicked me out, of course. But it was a very yeah. beautiful experience. Very, very beautiful nesting in a church like a bird. What was it? Did you, did you find yourself a pew or were you right underneath the cross of Jesus? Or um, It was just in the back room where they bless the holy wine and such. But that bell, lovely tones. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's some bells at my church as well, but, uh, but did you drink the the wine? Um, I I borrowed uh, maybe a sifter of two of uh, the holy wine. It was not blessed, so uh, I'm pretty sure the good Lord wouldn't uh, damn me. Of course, whichever Lord that you think uh, is up there in the sky, you know, however you see him. Um, I I do want to briefly tell you about the the moment yes. when I got so drunk. It was the one. Day of the year, I don't know if, it, if it's Palm Friday or uh, the, the e- Easter Sunday. The Easter Palm, Sunday, or, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, or like Good Friday, or Palm, something, Palm something Wednesday. around those days where okay. uh, there's a tradition that that you stay up all night waiting for Jesus to come, and so people will sign up for shifts. Oh, okay. You know, like okay, I'm going to be in the church in the library from twelve to two, and then Marianne will have it from three to four or whatever. Um, and on this one night, this is when I was by myself and I got into like a habit of buying a jug of Carlo Rossi. Oh no. Yes. And I ended up drinking almost the entire jug of Carlo Rossi by myself. And I was pulled back to reality by a parishioner shaking me in the bathroom of my own living situation inside the church. Whoa. Yeah, which is not which is not great. Apparently, like I was just like lying on my bathroom and I was just screaming. Um luckily it was this is how close this was, is that it was like the one parishioner in like the entire church that I was cool with. So she didn't ever tell anybody about what happened. Otherwise I probably would have lost my job. Um wow. so yeah, like like screaming but that, in your bathroom. But that did like blacked change out. your did that change your life and the way like like Wolf was saying, it changed your view. I mean no, I, I, I guess I haven't really had a great like spiritual awakening from that. I, I kind of had like a reverse where like I got so drunk and I stayed drunk for how long? For years. <laughs> and then after that, I realized that nothing means anything. So it was like the reverse of what Wolf went through. Yeah, so you're the opposite. I'm I, the I became. And you're the, you're the, and I'm the full circle here. It looks like. <laughs> yeah. Now, but, but you weren't always like this, right? Like, like oh, Wolfstar. No. Like, b- before you became Wolfstar. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I'm curious about that life. You have a birth name, right? Oh, uh, of course, but um, I do prefer Wolfstar. Oh, we'll call you Wolf. Don't worry about that. Yeah. I'm I'm just curious. Like, like, did you did you have a job, a family? Uh, well, when I when I moved here, um, I had just uh, moved out from my parents' house. Oh, I was a young a young rascal back then. Uh, you know, uh, falling in love with uh, girls and whatnot, and uh, just oh, uh, really just being an angsty teenager. And it wasn't until I met all of my friends uh, who were all into this new wave of uh, this new drug called acid and it really helped mm. uh, to open my mind into thinking that I shouldn't just be here with my family. I need to go out and see the world. I need to go out and experience new things. Hmm. And you ended up in Albuquerque of all places. Albuquerque, yes. Uh, did, uh, it, have you been other places other than Albuquerque? Uh, apart from the short little stint in uh, the Navajo Nations, um, I've crossed the border uh, into uh, Colorado. Mm. Yeah, but I, I do consider Albuquerque my home. I, I haven't really spoken with my my family since I began my nesting process. So oh. Do you, do you know if they're still alive? I haven't heard a thing from them. Um, they discovered I was in Albuquerque, and uh, they heard New Mexico and thought it was across the border. So yeah, they course. figured I was, oh, you know. That always happens. Yeah. So ha- what's your experience of Albuquerque been? You've been here for, I'm assuming, a while now. So you must, you must like things about Albuquerque. Oh, I love it. The rich culture that is here, all the art that is everywhere. I can't walk five feet without seeing beautiful spray paint art, a graffiti, if you will, everywhere. But it just speaks so uniquely of the cultures that are here, the north side, the south side, both fighting for equality and a chance to speak their own message. Hmm, definitely. The chilies, the ristras that are everywhere. I can't tell you how many meals I've enjoyed at Frontier Restaurant. It's probably the place to go if you're ever in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Definitely. I, I think I saw you nesting behind the Frontier one time. Oh, yes. It was, uh, it was lovely, uh, right where they have that compactor full of cardboard. Pulled out a few uh, little slivers of cardboard. Boom. So, bed. you know, I... Correct me if I'm wrong, but it just sounds like you're kind of a hobo. Oh, you'd be wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just curious because if you're sleeping out in we're back of judging. the front, we're not judging. We're not judging. Uh, well, I maybe a little bit. Um, well, I would hope not because I, I, I like to consider myself again a wandering spirit because I, I could settle down at any time. Um, occasionally, I need to ask people for like a little bit of spare change so I can, you know, have a nice meal or something. But uh, for the most part, uh, the world feeds me. You have no idea how beautiful the spread is inside of a dumpster in the back of a Guadalajara grill. So, I have gone dumpster diving before. Have you gone dumpster diving before? Not in this town, but <laughs> Bakersfield. Let me tell you something. I like how you said not in this town. No, uh, I mean, I I thought it was worse in Bakersfield than it was here. I mean, if if you're dumpster diving in like 104 degree temperatures, Oof. you know, it, it, it gives you a stomach so strong, not even the deep sea can rattle it. <laughs> After after dumpster diving in that kind Ain't of no heat. Ain't no bends affecting this mm, stomach lining. No, it's just... 
I I would just dig in there for I mean occasionally food, but for the most part I was uh, digging in there for cans to oh, yes. f- to take to the recycling place. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a kid, uh, and so we would do that. And anything you could sell to the secondhand stores, the most popular thing, porn. If you could find porn, you had as much as good as like cash in hand. It was, it was, it was gold. Yeah, because you could just take it to this one place, and they would just buy it. Like, like, would they even, would they, like, take the time to, like, inspect it? Like, oh, these pages are stuck together. You're going to get half off, or? They would just kind of look at it and take it. Yep, that's porn. Yeah, I Here mean. Here you go, lady. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, I, and from there I learned, uh, this was pre-internet popular. Right, porn, when, so when porn is, was, like, yeah. worth its weight. Yes, worth it. Basically, uh, you could put it on a scale and be, like, all right, you gave me this many ounces of porn. Here's your, here's your gold coins. <laughs> well, just so you know that there are still quite a few recycling centers that you can still drop off cans. I myself make about um, twenty cents per pound now. Nice, not too bad. I get about two pounds. Uh, so, so you 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 came over here from San Francisco in the sixties. You said so. You must have you you must have discovered the 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 value of porn as well. Oh, of course. I, I, I dabbled a little bit when I was younger, but it was more of a, a scavenger. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, wait, do, wait, you, wait. Do, do you wait. mean that you don't masturbate anymore? No, no, no. Wait, I think we missed the entire thing. You you dabbled. Did you mean you did porn? You, that you starred in porn? Oh, I thought he used porn to masturbate. Oh, oh. well, we, we all do uh, crazy things when we're younger and, uh, uh, you know, uh, videos and stuff. They're not as handy as they were on your iPhone, so they were a bit more of a production. But um, it was, uh, I did dabble in that quite a bit. Um, and uh, that also was a good reason why I needed to get out of San Francisco. Uh, the stigma that has come involved with uh, doing uh, porn, uh, especially uh, about 18, 19, was, uh, it still wasn't good. I don't know. It seems like nowadays that uh, porn is pretty mainstream and uh, it doesn't matter. Everybody's doing it. So, yeah. So right. he. So so we're talking to like former porn star, yeah, wolf, wolf star. Also, if you're if you were doing this way back in the day in San Francisco, I'm going to now listen. Maybe you can judge me, but I'm just I'm going to assume that you were doing gay porn when when that that wasn't like a hot thing to do. Tito, 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 is it a uh, uh, Dameron like uh, Star Wars? Oh, I haven't seen the flick yet. Um, That's okay, but. Um, I, I don't like to label myself with any of these sort of uh, gender gender uh, biases and stuff. Um, I, I consider myself a free spirit. So, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what you love. It's that you love, whether it be a, a, a woman, a man. Well, I, I, I can, uh, I'm not commenting a goat, on a, a value with the value judgment. I'm just saying, like, back I, in the day. I, I'm taking Wolf's side on this. I'm... Whoa! I'm 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 just saying that back in the day, like it wasn't like yeah, uh, as accepted, and it, and so and so you were doing on some level like a, a unique, risky thing. This this is true. I'm on Tito's side now. Yes, taboo taboo <laughs> has always been something that needs to constantly be tested every now and then, whether it is uh, dabbling in your sexuality, whether it be uh, uh, whatever objects, uh, for instance, or. Um, it could be something as simple as uh, falling in love with, like, a sibling or something. <laughs> Taboos need to be tested. That way we all know where the line is. 
Tito, you're having a hard time keeping it together here. You're cracking up. Here. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. Like it, it. He's. I think. I think he, he's just a little shocked about the the sibling. The, 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 sibling. the sibling thing. Uh, I, I come from Florida. Like I've worked really hard on like expanding my views, but sometimes I hear something that still hits that that uh that limit in me, and it's just it's just a surprising moment. Uh, well, siblings. I'm. I'm. I will say this. Uh, one time I kissed my brother and I still think about it as some kind of like weird, like I violated him kind of thing (laughs) because I was a kid and I was like, I want to practice kissing. So I kissed my brother and, you know, we all do things that we're ashamed of and you just try and bury it and bury it and bury it. Harmless and then one these days, and then one of these days, you know, you just blow up and then you have a drinking problem. You wake up and nothing means anything. And you're, Full drunk, circle. For, you're drunk for years. Yeah, that's how it happened. From one kiss to a brother. Yeah. I, ne- I never did that with my brother. But, you know, there's so much porn on the internet nowadays. Like, did, like did it's you ex- guys look at each other's penises? Of, not only do we do that, we would play guitar with them. What? <laughs> yeah, because 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 we're we're both uncircumcised, and so <laughs> so you have extra skin oh, no. to, to stretch. So you could like you could like um, I'm standing up for this, uh, folks listening at home. You could grab it and you could stretch out pretty long. And you'd act like you were playing guitar. Yeah, me and my brother had a good time that didn't have anything to do with sex. Thank you. I, I figured it didn't have to do with sex. I just figured you guys, uh, there's like that moment where you're both like, does your penis look like mine? Uh, did not have that moment. But what we did have was a moment of, of like, how many pennies can you fit in your foreskin? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is... You know yeah, what? So whatever listen, wolf, whatever wolf stars into is not is not even half. Listen, his, listen. I was young, but listen, I was young, but like, there's a chance that I was careful with what I was doing. Like, look, ask me, ask me. Like, Tito, did you wash the pennies before you stuck them in your foreskin? Tito, did you wash the pennies before you put them in your foreskin? No. Do you still have the pennies? <laughs> Okay, who won? (laughs) Who won? I don't remember how many he did, but I think I was able to fit like 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 a stack of ten because you have a lot of extra skin, a lot of extra skin. You're like ten. You're ten, twelve if you lotion it well enough. Yeah, I I would every every uh, year on my birthday, I would see where I was and I would see if I could add a penny. And (laughs) I will say, I stopped doing that tradition, so. I, I oh, think I know what I'm doing for my birthday coming up on July 21st. I'm going to see if I can fit 29 pennies into my dick. What you should do is you should like just post the number and we'll all know. Like post it on Facebook or Twitter and we'll all know yes. Yes. what you're talking about. You don't even have to say anything. Just put the number. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm turning 29 years old today, but the, my real age is 18 and a dime. 18 and a dime. <laughs> That's really fascinating. I hope you do continue the tradition, as odd as it, it might seem. 18 I, I, and, a, and a Canadian nickel. <laughs> <laughs> that it has to be Canadian. If you do uh, manage to fit uh, a 50 cent piece in there, I would love to hear about it. I think that would be a pretty, pretty good uh, test of your strength and elasticity. <laughs> Well, I will. I will let you know. Um, um, before we go, 
we always like to ask uh, our guests a question, Wolf. Oh, sure. Any, anything. So, Wolf, let's say that you are going on a blind date. Okay. okay? Sure. And she arrives to your house, I guess for you, wherever that might be, a tree, a dumpster behind Frontier, wherever. And I assume she's, she would probably have to drive, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. She's driving. Um, and so she comes to meet you at your, at your I'm going to assume, cardboard doorstop. And you open up the door, and who is your blind date but Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I couldn't ask for a better date. So let me. So, so let tell us what does she look like? Where do you guys go? Oh, uh, tell us about the date. Oh, tell uh, tell us about her. Oh, whew. I'm a little <laughs> flummoxed here because, of course, this would be an absolute dream for me. I love Albuquerque so much. Um, I, I imagine she has nice red hair. Red is the chilies that uh, I hope we would uh, dine on later on that night. Uh, the, of course, we would have to go to Frontier, but maybe uh, El Pinto, which is a pretty big staple here uh, in New Mexico mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I've, uh, I've eaten there several times. Uh, their dumpsters uh, have to go back to that. Uh, they actually, uh, they do a very good job and very cleanly. So we would probably go there. And I imagine that she is just as beautiful with her nice yellow leathery skin, uh, as yellow as the, the Zia uh, flag that we have here in Albuquerque. She sounds jaundiced. <laughs> she sounds lovely. Oh, El yes. Pinto is delicious even if it is a dumpster. El Pinto is delicious even if it's a dumpster, but if your skin is as yellow as the Zia flag... That's a good, that's you, a good point. You probably need medical attention. Oh, She's probably t- dating you for your liver. Uh, and that, uh, that would be fine. It's something I would be gladly, glad, uh, glad to give out. Glad? I would be very glad to give that out to Mexico, Albuquerque You would general. like to share your heart and your liver. With someone with this land, I, I love it. Some people call it the land of entrapment. I call it the very beautiful land of enchantment. Oh, oh. Well, guys, yeah. thanks so much uh, for what? for checking us out, listening. Wolfstar, thank you so much for coming thank you on. So much, thank Wolfstar. you, thank you so much for having. We're gonna me. do a quick round of plugs. So, uh, Anne, anything that you want to tell the folks at home? No, to uh, check us out, we're now on Podbean, and mm. uh, we're going to be out on iTunes very soon, so check us out on that. Uh, check me out on uh, at Angora on Twitter, and uh, what else can I say? Uh, this podcast sucks. <laughs> but, but you know what? Doesn't suck. The best show with Tom Sharpling. Go to www.thebestshow.net and listen in every Tuesday from 9 to midnight Eastern Standard Time. All right. And for me, uh, come check out Spitchybit Open Mic Sundays at 8 o'clock downtown, 6th and Gold. Second best comedy open mic in town. Woo woo. Woo. Also, come and check out the B team, the the B team improv at the box uh, every Friday at ten thirty. I'll be performing improv there with some really great, hilarious friends of mine. And that's everything. Star Wolf, anything? Any final uh, words? Uh, for the for the.
For the most part, um, do you think I can get a uh, cassette of this podcast? I would like to listen to it again. Um, I don't know if that's something you... You have a cassette Walkman? Yes, um, and if I can borrow uh, the batteries over here, uh, right next to your uh, recorder, well, uh, that, would, that would be lovely. Other than that, uh, I would like to just plug uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, for anyone who hasn't been. I, I, I highly recommend you come here, and uh, uh, where the state's motto is, uh, red or green, I prefer green. Mm. Mm. All right, thank All you right. so much for checking us out, everybody. Checking us out. Good night. Good night.